The topic for today is rest, and I don't know that there's a, uh, a better topic for uh, for for these days than than that. I um, I love the fact that we are uh, moving through this current stressful situation, and you know we've been through a lot when we're happy that we can take any exit we want. That's, that's a biggie. Uh, I think uh, when, when it's over, we're going to have a mask burning ceremony. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of people have ceremonies for burning different things. I think, I think that, that's going to be so appropriate. I'm, um, I'm really not sure how um, this topic is going to be uh, received in that rest is such a important word and used in so many different ways. I, I'm going to love this conversation that we're having together. And I know you're not going to speak out loud, or at least I trust you don't. But, but we are conversing together around this biblical truth. Um, you know, the, the text that Michelle read, I will give you rest, um, is really a, a quite the promise, as he indicated. Um, I don't know how you think about rest. Uh, most of us think about rest as in not doing something or um, not, not doing the same thing. Uh, I know holidays are about busyness, but, it, but it's a different kind of busyness. Uh, retirement kind is like that. So I don't know if you're looking at retirement as rest, but most retirees I know are anything but rested. They're exhausted. And, and so those of you who are saving for that time, just take note. You're, you're saving for the privilege of getting exhausted doing different things. Uh, so enjoy that. Uh, Matthew 11 uh, says, I will give you rest. And let me give you some context for that in, in this situation. In Matthew 11, um, uh, the word rest is used uh, a little bit differently. And, and the context is Jesus has just finished talking to the Pharisees, so the religious leaders, and giving the context for everybody who's surrounding them and listening to Jesus teach, he's basically saying there, there are things that these guys are promising, and, 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 and they are a load and they are a burden on your soul. And so what he's saying is, you know, if you, if you follow their stuff, their do's and their don'ts, you're going to be exhausted. And so as a stark contrast to that, um, he, says, he says this, and I speak not to the intellectuals, but I speak to the children. So these, these, these things are given, these profound promises of God are not given to the learned or these intellectuals. Believe me, he's not talking about the not, no need for education. He's basically saying there's, there's no need for the wrong kind of education. And so, and so if you follow these guys in their, all their do's and don'ts, aren't you glad that I've, I've made this available so that even children can understand? And I've hidden them from the wise and the intellectuals. So those who think they are smart in their own eyes, that's a problem. And if you follow those that think they are wise and smart in their own wise, that's a problem. And so with that context, uh, this is what he reads Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. 
Let's talk about that for a moment. And there's a couple of slides that I'll, I'll give you and, and we'll let you digest them. I'm going to end with three thoughts and we're not going to spend a long time on it today, but just, just let some of this stuff sift through. Number one, in this, in the, out of this verse, is not rest from activity, but rest from the weight of judgment and legalism. Let me say that again. The rest that's being promised here is not rest from activity. It's rest from a certain kind of judgment, legalism. The word that says, to please God, you ought to. Anything that says that, it's a legalistic activity. If I don't do this, God will not be pleased with me. That is something that is so unbiblical. God loves you. All that's required is that you respond to his love. That's all that's required. And you can't even probably do that by yourself. You have to be drawn to him. So the Holy Spirit has to, has to do some of that drawing. I mean, this is such a massive thing because we do live under guilt constantly. I mean, the Bible says a lot about this. Don't worry. Don't be afraid. You know, think, 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 of, think, think of who I am. Think of, think of the ways in which I can offload your stuff. Think of all these things. He says it so often, we must be bad at it. We walk around with the worries and the guilts and the fears, and, and here he says, hey, hey, come to me, all you are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest, and your souls will find that it's, first of all, it's rest from the weight of judgment. Soul rest... As a reminder for Christians who keep sliding back, the Galatians were a group, the people of Galatia who were Christians, kept falling back into, oh, I must do this, I must do that. Uh, we went back to even sacrifices. He said, why are you being so foolish? So, so it's written to those that, are, that have a tendency to slide into the I ought to. Depending on your background, there was a lot of I ought to's. I know in our home as I grew up, there was all sorts of things that we're not permitted to do on a Sunday. I broke all of those rules, by the way. And I found out something very interesting, that, that, that while well-meaning, the intention of adding something to my salvation, unintentionally taking something and saying, this is what you ought to do in order to please Jesus, was a slippery slope of creating a list of rules and regulations by which God could be pleased with me or not. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. So those who are living under any system that can't give you rest, so not only those who are believers, but unbelievers, people that have not been following Christ yet, are still walking under, that's who this is addressed to. If you really want to find rest for your soul, there is one way. Let's take a look. The rest you'll find in Jesus. Come to me and only me. Come to me. Come you, you, me. Come to me, he says. There's nobody else. I am gentle and I'm humble in heart. So whoever your boss has been, are they humble and are they gentle? Or are they overbearing? What kind of, what kind of rules and regs are you following? Am I gentle or I am gentle and humble in heart. My yoke is comfortable. Who ever heard of that before? I picture oxen with yoke on them, plowing the fields, 
And, and I, I, I don't ever vision that that's comfortable. I don't ever get that. My yoke is comfortable. This is a contrast. This is a total uh, a justification of what normally we would see as, as coming under. The yoke is light. Wow, I'm in. Of course, I don't like work. I confess that now. If you give me a shovel, I'm going, oh, no. If you give me a hammer, I'm like, ouch. If, 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 if we have to do projects, I rely on my wife <laughs> to carry stuff. So I guess my yoke is light, <laughs> come to think of it. But here's a kicker. You will find rest for your soul. And that's the most profound thing. The soul, who you are, what, what will exist, what it is that captures the real you. That's what you're going to find rest in. Not, not that there won't be hammers anymore. There will be. Not that there won't be shovels anymore. There, there will be. But Christians and those who have yet to become Christians, there is something that Jesus is inviting you. Come unto me who are soul weary and soul laden and I will give you soul rest trouble we will have with us that we are in this world but Jesus says take take courage I've overcome that we just sang that and I just loved to hear that the second thing here the rest specifically for the weary um, what is the criteria for getting rest well are you weary <laughs> that that's the test how, how, how do I get into this well you know are you tired is there something deep down that, that is causing you um, uh, extra pressure and, and, and whatever that happens to be so that deep down you're, you're not really on holiday? You're not really finding that easy yoke or that light one, that, that, that beautiful thing that Jesus is offering us. How expansive is this offer? Well, it's to anybody who is weary and heavy laden. Wow. There, there's no other test involved. This is it. What? What, what is it? It's, it's how long you have to be in this condition. How expansive is it? It's, it's like everybody. Who, who fits that? And how long do you have to be in it? Well, maybe today you discovered you were weary. Maybe the last few moments since I've been talking, you've discovered something that's causing you anxiety and, and, and the need to perform or do something. It, what kinds of causes qualify for this rest? Well, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, the causes that qualify you. What, what is it in your life that's, that's dictating, okay, this is me, Lord. This is me. I'm weary, heavy, burdened, and, and I, need, I need something. Let's look at three things. The rest is relationship, not methodology. I can't underline that enough. Whatever it is you're looking for, this rest is about relationship, it's not about methodology. This isn't going to be three steps in how you can get rid of your burden. No, no. There's really only one step. You have to acknowledge the source of your rest. Who, not where, does it come from? Not what does it come from? Who? Jesus is still the guy. It's, it's, still, it's still all about him. The disciples, of course, 
said, Lord, you know, if you're going away, how will we, well, how do we know the way? We, we don't get it. And, and Jesus quite famously said, I am the way. I've said this so many times. The disciples were looking for a roadmap. What they got was a relationship. We love the roadmap. If we just, do, just put these 10 things down and you're going to end up, you know, you have all these, all these guesses. It's like, it's like a cosmic wordle. I see those smiles there that are into that daily. And it's like if I do this and I read it right, if, if, I, if I knock down the options and eventually I'm going to get I'm going to get it. And so that spiritual context of that, if there's some things that I need to do, uh, that, no, 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 no. It's always about a person. He changes life. It's a declaration again that he is the way, the truth, and the life. Let's go to number two. The real rest criteria, take my yoke. We are all wearing a yoke. Do you know which one you're wearing? Or how do you know which one you're wearing? We're all wearing one. So this isn't about taking off the yoke and getting rid of the yoke, and now you don't have a yoke. No, 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 no. This is about taking what you were wearing and now putting on my yoke, and the difference, the difference is eternal. The difference is mine, mine is easy, mine is light. Take it, and you're going to find rest. That's where you find rest. How do you know which one you're wearing? You have rest. That's how you know. Or conversely, you're heavy burdened and laden, and you can't seem to get through the day. And we're going to talk a little bit about that at number three. Um, there, is, there is an option here. There is the idea that you can wear one or you can wear the other. Now, normally you would say, well, that's, that, that does make sense. But listen to it. Christians, those of you who are under some sort of obligation that doesn't come from God, who are carrying something that does not come from him, that are trying to wade through things that, that are, are not from Jesus, this, this is the option. There is an option here. Really? Yes, there is. I remember um, very clearly when I was a little guy and I had friends that kept on asking me out to go places with them and I would say, no, I can't. My parents wouldn't let me. And, and so one time they, they stopped asking. They just came to my door, went to the door and there they were. I'm like, what are you guys doing here? Well, we want to know if you wanted to come out and, and uh, play football with us. So my mom, of course, who, who knew everything that was going on everywhere in the house, um, came to the door and said, you know, Rob, introduce me to these boys. So I introduced them. And, and so they want me to go and play football with them. I told them I couldn't. And she goes, well, of course you can. What? I have an option? This was like a new, new world. I, I, left, I left with my little PF flyer running shoes. and Those are laughing, know exactly what they are. And out I went, spent the whole afternoon, finally realized it was getting dark, thought I should come home, and, and thought I would be in trouble because I was late. I came home, and the first words that, that mom said to me was, did you have fun? There was a new yoke. There was a new life. There was a whole different thing going on. The invitation to shift control from, from one who was, who was a, a, a terrible boss, 
who demanded things that I really couldn't bear anymore to this different kind of a yoke. It's light. It's, it's something that has my best interest in mind always. Take my yoke. It's an invitation to shift control. There's a scripture that, that isn't on the, the screen, but I will read it to you. Uh, it comes out of Isaiah chapter 40, verses 28 and 29. And it's a very familiar one, at least the bottom part of it's familiar. I don't know how, how, how the top part of these verses are going to go. But let me read you the, the top part of it. Remember, this is Isaiah, so it's a long time before Jesus. Do you not know, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The whole concept that God is a light-bearing, load-carrying, never-weak, never-tired kind of a God is where this verse comes from. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden. I will, I can. My character and my nature is of load-bearing and graciousness and goodness. That's the God. Have you not known? Have you not heard? That? Let's clear that up right now. Let's, let's go back and say, okay, yes, we have heard. It's been declared from the ages. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Let's hit the next. Number three, rest is not weight-bearing. The rest that God is offering means no weight for you, no load for you. His yoke means he, he carries it. You know, New Testament and the Gospels say this a number of ways. Basically, it says this. Why are you worrying? Cast all your care on him, the load bearer. The one from old who, haven't you not heard? Cast your care upon him, for he cares for you. <laughs> That's brilliant. Why can we do that? Well, because you've got one that can actually carry it. Why would you carry something you can't carry? Cast it on him. Learn from me. Implication of growing relationship. Learn this once and for all. Um, that, that's, that's what this says. If, 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 if Jesus says, come and learn from me, it's not only take steps, take, take the walk with me, which is all part of it. So it's not like an instantaneous thing that you get. No, as you walk with him, as you learn from me, um, you will discover more and more how strong I really am. Because daily life will test that. You get an opportunity every day to say, okay, Lord, let's see how strong now you are. That's what life is about with him. You walk with him and you learn from me. But it says more than that here. Because the word learn is the word that basically says, learn this once and for all. So not is it not only a process, but understand this, learn it. I'm taking care of you. Learn it. Get it, get it settled. 
Get your mind focused on this and not all the things that aren't. You're in this world. There will be trouble in the world. But understand this. I've got it. And more than that, not it, because it's just not just the circumstances. Sometimes God takes us out of circumstances. Praise him. Sometimes he leaves us in circumstances. Praise him. The Lord gives. The Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Paul says, in every circumstance, I've learned how to be content. Let's learn from this. Let's take it. Let's learn once and for all. He's got us. Take some time. Listen. Watch. Be with him. Let him. Offload. Allow. Accept. Or words that just hit me as I started to think and meditate through this. Listen. Watch. Being with. Let him. Offload. Allow. Accept. That's probably easier said than done. As a matter of fact, we all know it's easier said than done. But the doing is not that difficult. The doing is not all that difficult. Let me end in, in, in that third one, and we're going to discuss that just briefly a little more. But let me read the end of Isaiah chapter 40, uh, verses 30 and 31. Verse 30 says, on top of what we have, you know, have you not, have you not seen, have you not heard, this is a load-bearing God. Here's what it says in verse 30. Even youths grow tired and weary. And young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run. These, these are the ones we claim. These are, the, these are the ones. They will soar on wings. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. It's absolutely, it's, it's absolutely right. This, have you not heard? This, this is absolutely rock-solid but here's what I want us to understand. I'm, I'm 68, feel like 80 sometimes. And those of you who are 80 know what that means. I have most of my teeth, although it's iffy, some dentist appointments. I still have my health, although I've got a growing number of pills I have to take. That, and I don't know what that's doing to my insides. I just know that the doctor says, my wife says, so it must be good. But here's the deal. The verse and the promise, for sure, old men can claim. I know that with Christ, in whatever state I am, I will soar. I will run. I won't grow weary. I will walk and not be faint. I will keep going right to the very end and the introduction in person to Jesus Christ. I have every confidence that will happen. Here's the verse that just attached itself to me. Even youths grow tired and weary. And young men stumble and fall. Can I just stay there for a minute? Young people, you are currently in some of the hardest times you will ever face on earth. Things happen, expectations are there, there's all kinds of questions you've got and it seems fewer answers. Older people will often let you down. They will often take a look at, at your life and not understand you. They don't get it. It's not like we never got it, we went through it, but funny how old you get, the, the more we thought we had it together when we were your age. We did not. Most of us walked through disasters when we were growing up, trying to figure out who liked us, who we wanted to like us, what, 
And that's only one thing. That's only one, one of those things. I mean, the, the reality is even youths grow tired and weary. And, and I say this to you. This is not for those that have been on the road a long time. This is for those of you who are still young on the road. Don't think that you are missing something because you're weary and tired. Jesus was born as a baby, and he grew up just like you, experiencing those things that you experience, and he is able to address your needs. Whatever age you're at, young people, and those who think they're young, expands to the Lord, will help you renew your strength inwardly. The soul will, will be strong. The soul will soar on wings. You, you, you will get that purpose. That You, you will run um, and, and not grow weary. You will walk, and will, you, it means long time, long term, and you will not grow faint. So there's a promise of, of growing old, of making this, this part of your pattern as you start out. Even yous grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. And I think, young people, if you have any encouragement, um, there are a number of old people that will identify, and you can look at them. Just talking to a couple, just celebrating their 20 years of marriage coming up. I happened to marry them, so I'm a little bit proud of that. It stuck. People said it wouldn't, but it did. They will walk and not be faint. They, I mean, there will be circumstances, folks. You, you will get it. It's really important to understand. And so as we commit this to the Lord, I, I, a youth pastor um, who's getting on in years now said to me something that, that really has stuck with me all my life. And so I want to share it with you. Because when I was a young person... Um, it all sounded like hocus pocus to me. You know, I didn't know, you know, how this was going to work out and, and was Jesus for real and could he really do the things that he said he would. You know, so how, how, do, I, how do I manage this? How do I launch? What, what do I do? And he said this to me, and if you want to write this down, talk to him, he said. Wow. He is spirit, so let's not try to pretend he's not. And he is everywhere, so let's try not to think you can hide from him. And if so, as I crawled into bed that night, I had this wrestling match. And I said, Lord, boy, if, if you are who you say you are, you can hear me right now. And I had this feeling of dread that this God, this Jesus, could actually and wanted to talk with me, wanted to commune with me. And so I began a very faltering prayer. And I said, then show yourself. I didn't know what that meant. I had no idea what that would mean. But for the first time in my life, I acknowledged that he was and that he could hear me and he probably would answer. It's not, it's not complex, but it is profound. Talk to him. 
If ever you're finding yourself in any spot where you are overburdened and you cannot handle, you're wondering about the deep down things, talk to him. Go to him. Come unto me. All you are weary, heavy laden. I will give you rest. Father, we're going to close and just commune with you a little bit together. And we do want to thank you um, from the depth of our soul that you are one that seeks desperately to commune with us. That as we come to know you and we cry, Abba, Father, we thank you that you are able to address that need in our life and address it from now and for all eternity. Lord, we praise you that you can um, hear us and interpret even when we're groaning things that we can't even know about. Our, our, our mind is just overwhelmed and we don't know anything but to groan. There you are, interpreting those groanings on our behalf. Thank you for the strength. Yes, Lord, we have heard. And yes, Lord, we have seen. You do not grow weary. And you help us not grow weary. We take on your character today and we look forward to the steps you will have us as we learn from you over these next moments and hours and days. And it's in Jesus' name we ask, amen.